1: Comedy Real Food Report. The Comedy Real Food Report is going to be the Bleed Podcast, Family Report, and the podcast, plus the Bleed in the Comedy Real Food Report, and not the Comedy Real Food Report as I intended. And this is episode 201, and probably the 20th time I've done this at a public place like a cafe, where I have anxiety about people giving me shit to do this intro. But honestly, looking around, no one's listening to me, and who cares? We march on as humanity. Anyways, I slept through that so I don't have to uh, bear it anymore and on to this week's amazing, amazing guest. A rising star in the clown scene in LA and comedy community in general in LA. Uh, If you need someone to do a bit, look up this guy. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Please give it up for Ian Farley, everybody. Hey,
0: claps. Thank you so much, Jake. It's good to be on the show and to be um the bit guy the bit the guy. utility the big, do you yeah.
1: do you enjoy being a bit guy oh i i really do it's
0: it's um one of the most fun ways of expressing myself i have so many ideas and i can finally put them on stage and there's no real hard commitment to like more than you know a few minutes it's, it's an easy way of playing the game that we call comedy
1: wait Ian, is that your roundabout way saying you have commitment issues <laughs> Jake, are you my therapist now? <laughs> um, you
0: know it's funny because maybe I do, but I I just like the I like the the quick um the quick joke, the, the, you know, like right. the easy moment, the you know, kind of in on a high note. You,
1: know? you say that, and yet mm-hmm. uh, I would say contemporaries of yours say that you are the king of drawing a bit out, like really, you have a, you have a game. And you can like draw it up for like 10, 15 minutes. And it's just yeah. like one note, but it's still fun.
0: That's fair. That's fair. I mean, I mean, I guess I'm also uh simplicity is I guess the the easy, the way I the way I, I, I like to play, I guess. Right. Yeah, you're right, you're right. I do draw it out. So maybe I do I commit to the bit, but maybe I don't commit to uh, more than five minutes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw you do your like scared straight bit Mm -hmm. for like 10 minutes
0: yeah yeah i feel like i i did it once for i think 12 minutes and i was like i don't know if i can go beyond 12 minutes i was i was nervous about it you know but yeah i mean i think if it's if people are laughing i I try to dig into it yeah you know
1: for those who aren't studied up in the uh various disciplines and corners of comedy how would you explain to uh shall we say normies about Mm -hmm. what you do because you don't do not do stand up.
0: I don't. I've, I've. I'm. I'm envious of stand up because um, the writing is so. Um, i envy the writing the you know crafting the joke. The people that can spend, you know, days and days and weeks and weeks on on a joke. Um, yeah, I, I. For normies, I would say I like some kind of. Um, I guess silly idea like you know, for, for example, scare for a guy who's trying to scare people. From something, uh, my, one of my first first bits was I lost a sock, and I was trying to find it like all over the stage, basically. So wow. like just one idea and like you just lost one to... sock. I lost one sock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah, just like basically, I mean, all comedy comes from that, something that happens you know, in your in your life, I guess, right? Or just in, in some way, something that happens that you've seen. So my my way of my version of doing. Uh, my thing is like this happened to me. I wanted to see if I can play it out in in a simpler context. I guess I don't know if that makes sense, but um, yeah, like kind of like taking a, an idea that's happened and playing it out on stage, right? You know?
1: Which I think is somewhat the formula of like so you know generalized way of absurdist comedy is you take like mm-hmm. details and minutia of everyday life that seem if you didn't think about it too much, you wouldn't really notice it, but like you just kind of blow it out of proportion.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so much fun. Like the, the idea of like um, the idea of how can this thing spiral out into being uh absurdly huge and making everyone like question, why is it funny? And why is this person doing this? Yeah. I, I love that kind of, that way, that way of playing. Right. A building, building comedy. Yeah.
1: Um. How would you describe your path to doing this? Because it's not necessarily traditionally improv, and it's not mm-hmm. stand up, it's not really sketch. I mean, you're definitely in with clowns, but you're also hit up to just do weird stuff on other shows as just like bits.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I mean, my my path was um, started when I was doing videos in high school. And I would improvise ideas and kind of figure out you know I had a class where I had to basically create you know a five like minute a, video
1: like a drama class filmmaking class what was it it
0: was yeah filmmaking like and broadcasting like news so I was in this group that did, did the features and I would do like these sketches and so I had my background was in like video sketch and then I did improv you know when I moved out of uh, left college and then um yeah, some sketches, a little bit of stuff. Like, I just, I just try to stand up. I, I like, I like the writing. I like the the jokes. I just don't have the uh commitment to you know writing uh-huh. <laughs> and b- building, uh, building a uh, you know. I guess I like the I like the writing and the, the in the physicality of, of what I do now. You know, right, right, right. Um, yeah. So the path was dabbling in, in a lot of comedy and even some some like, one act play stuff, right, in college. But yeah, I found that. Um, Right now, I'm I'm loving the short, um, comedic, absurd idea.
1: Right. You know. Right. Now, when you say writing, mm-hmm. that isn't you necessarily sitting at home or sitting in a cafe and writing, putting pen to paper. Like, what is the writing process for you?
0: Oh yeah, I mean honestly, it's like, um, I mean I'm I I journal every every now and again. And if, an, if something comes up in there, but the writing process really is like, hmm, this is funny. I wonder if I can do this. And the writing, I think is largely on stage. Um, i I uh I was booked for a show in a uh, at pDA if I can mention uh, a venue, yeah, yeah, and I remember yeah having I didn't have anything I just had the costume and I had and I had um some food in my car well uh, okay,
1: what was the costume in?
0: Oh, it was um like a military, like a like a uh aviator jumpsuit, like a okay. like a, a flight suit,
1: okay,
0: a green flight suit. Mm-hmm. And um, I got some noise back here some motor scooters. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was trying to figure out like what can I do with this costume and this hat and this. And this I had like a little like um broom handle, and I found some some pistachios in my car. I just had it for 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 a snack. Uh-huh. And I'm doing like a, like a five minute bit where again, I just kind of like wore out this idea of like finding pistachios in my head. like so we had like, you know, like pockets everywhere. Pockets on my legs, on my arms, uh, on my, on my, uh, on my chest. And so I was looking for pistachios in my pockets for like, you know, five minutes. So it was just uh-huh. like, yeah, just, I just wore that out. You know, and people uh-huh. laughed. People were like,
1: what's going on? Right.
0: But uh yeah, it's mm-hmm. the goofiest
1: We'll All thing. right, I mean, oh, I, so I wonder, okay, for more content, if people mm-hmm. don't know, PDA is Public Displays of Alta, you oh, it's yes. the tiniest theater I've ever been to. If five people are there, it feels like there are people there. And mm-hmm. <laughs> so like you're coming in, where are you coming in? There's no backstage, really. you have to enter in from the audience, right?
0: Uh, they cut out a, a, a hole in the wall um so you can come out like side stage
1: okay if that so makes sense. like the okay. green room wait did bud, um
0: did bud punch a
1: hole in the wall and they just
0: smoothed th- it out i think so yeah like uh <laughs> it's, it's an actual like square doorway but it was definitely right. punched out with with tools it looks very um yeah it works
1: it, it, it's home, it, homegrown it, it made it's made with love
0: it's made with love exactly yeah
1: <laughs> which means it's probably not up to code
0: Oh yeah, I don't want to speak. I don't want to speak on that.
1: I I don't know. I, I every mean, it's I just said allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So you're coming outside stage, and you're in a green jumpsuit at this tiny mm-hmm. theater. Yeah. And like, what? where What is your road to just searching? You're just like asking the audience for pistachios.
0: Um. I was telling people that about my. So there was some some truth in this, where I was uh, telling some people about my my family's history in the military in the army, and I said I have a picture of my grandfather in my pocket. Let me just get it out for you. So I pulled it out and I found a pistachio. I said, "What's well, not a picture? It's a pistachio." And I would you know open the pistachio and look for the picture again. And so basically, it was like again, it was like just looking for this thing
1: uh-huh. that you know. Oh, so it's a switcheroo. Uh, you're you're yes. like trying to tell a very like like. Heartfelt story, and he's funny this yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs>
0: exactly yeah. and, you, I, and I also enjoy that, yeah
1: and you never find the picture
0: uh not not in the bit i I actually so i I developed that into uh part of a show that I did that was longer. I committed to forty five minutes in that in that case right um but yeah i i end up uh I ended up using that particular bit in the in the show at large. I know large larger, larger shows, right, so I won't spoil the ending, but there is payoffs okay
1: <laughs> now, now I mean I asked this in a very loving way, Ian, but mm-hmm. what is the dumbest bit you've ever
0: done? Oh, that's a great loving question um you know i i i want them, I want them all to be to be dumb enough to like make making me laugh, but the dumbest one um oof i I think if if I could my my maybe like one of my early ones where I was trying to figure it out, I did this one in uh, when I was starting off, and it was um about this guy who was afraid of paper, and I like it because I didn't know what I was doing, and in the sense of like I just was learning this this uh this art form so to speak, so like. All the mistakes that I made, all the mistakes that I made were, were fun and dumb, and I wish I was kind of in that place again, like just kind of not knowing what to, what I was doing and getting lost. Right. Um. Is that the dumbest one? I feel like there's got to be one that's dumber.
1: Because it, oh wait, he was just afraid of paper, and that's it. Uh well.
0: The 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 arc was, um. Every time he would touch paper, or product, he would get, get a paper cut. <laughs> so like so it was like you know you touch a picture of his grandmother paper cut you, you know you touch money paper cut oh uh, <laughs> yeah i mean and again it's I, I find it's it's cool because it's one of those things where like this is where so much of comedy is kind of like it's cool where you can like if some, something is funny you keep kind of like finding like that what is like the game of the of the bit right the the, the building on it I, that's that's why i love um it's say improv and clowning and sketch and even stand up. It's all like, how do you, what's what's so funny about this particular idea, right? And so like, now that that's like getting cut with paper is funny, but like all the all the ways of getting cut with paper is like absurd, right? Like a photo, you know, like I said, money, uh, a res a resume or a business card, right? All mm-hmm. these.
1: Right. So then he would
0: he would find solutions like basically he would find he, he gave away he to give away sponges, uh, as his paper basically.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So that was the <laughs> that was the arc,
1: right? <laughs> that's fun. Yeah, <laughs> that's really fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what beautiful! Like, do you? Okay, so when you come up with these ideas, mm-hmm. is it, do you have like a a process to that? Like, do you get super baked and just space out, or, <laughs> it, or are you uh, like? At a at a diner at two in the morning, and uh, so uh, all of a sudden inspiration strikes.
0: Yeah, it's definitely the the diner, the diner two a.m. and like this the absolute like if you're uh, the fatigue of being out and working on something, and then like oh this is an idea that I've had for a while. I wonder, wonder this will work. Yeah, it is. It's like talking to people. I, I love the. I so um, my most recent thing was uh working with a friend of mine for the painting Uh, it was the painting yes yes and that was built off of um it was it was the 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 uh the spawn of an idea that uh brian and i did for a show uh called titanic i think spring break 20 uh uh, spring break spring break 1923 i think was the show um Uh Uh (laughs) uh-huh and um Basically, we were two uh, baggage handlers, and all the the gimmicks of like carrying a bag and having like you know difficulty carrying a bag. So we we kind of like built that uh, took that game to you know to a painting, uh-huh. nothing a painting. Uh-huh. Um. So yeah, the the idea is almost like, um, yeah, building off of ideas, kind of like having conversations with people. Like, like again, everyday real things that happen. Like I remember so many times having. Doing like the whole thing of hold this up and let me see if it's the right angle. And you hold up, if it's too heavy.
1: And you know, real things that you know that, that's
0: happened to us and day to day, uh huh. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, but just pulling up to the next degree that's that's great. Yeah, um, so not to uh bury the lead for the audience here, but Ian sure. has a show that is coming up on February 18th at Lyric nine. Uh, because I asked him to, and he said yes. And couldn't say no. Um, I like I I think Ian is great, and uh, he it, he can milk bits to however long he feels like doing it. So I was curious <laughs> what he'd do with the whole show. And so part of the next part of this podcast, which is going to happen now, is Ian and me figuring out what the hell this show is because mm-hmm. currently it doesn't have a name. And I only know that he's going to do four characters. That's all Mm -hmm. that I know. Yeah. So please, if you will, present whatever you got.
0: Yeah, so um, I had this idea, um, kind of. Once you gave me the the leeway, I was like, I wonder if I can. Okay, so initially we talked about doing the scare straight character, right? And doing that for an hour, which I probably I'm I'm nervous about doing it, but I probably could do this. Yeah, I was uh,
1: half joking, Ian. To okay. okay,
0: okay, okay. Yeah. Good, good, because I was like, I mean, it's it's fun. It's fun. Right. 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 I'd have to figure out what's the, you know, how to sustain an audience and that idea. Sure. I'm sure it's possible. But my thought was, what if I took that character and mix it in with some other things that I've done over the last few years? Right. All of which I think have gotten good responses. Yeah. And do almost like a oh like a I won't say a best of, but like a here's what I got so far kind of thing with all of my obvious things. So um, the fourth that I'm thinking is we all know the scary straight character, we because it's already in, in the show. Um, I have a character that is named Spelunker uh-huh. who basically explores the stage uh-huh. as though it's a cave.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and
0: I think people have loved that one, like right. a lot. Right. Um I I did one, so this is during the pandemic i don't wanna i wanna will this ruin the show if I give away all the all the tidbits?
1: no, I mean, like yeah. you can share whatever you'd like, but also okay. I think so much of what is to be enjoyed from your performance is very experiential mm. like I mean we keep saying the scared straight bit and even slightly describing it it doesn't really capture like what it's how ridiculous it is, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unless you're like there watching it you're there, sure, yeah. And I and I, I like
0: the fact that this is kind of where the improv comes in. Like I try to, I mean, this is clown as well. But like the audience is so much a part of even stand up. What am I saying? Uh, where like live comedy, hopefully the performer is in some way shaping the act to what's going on in the room. And you know, yeah. not not like completely making it up, but like there right. is a, a nice a nice kind of like synergy of oh yeah, this guy in the front row is wearing a blue shirt. And, you know, I, I, I think that's a funny thing, I, you know, whatever. Right. So somehow it influences the show.
1: Right. Um, so, yeah. It's very clear that you're like listening.
0: I try. I try. I feel like yeah. that's one thing that I, I really am happy that I, I have a background in like improv and because I think that that's that, that to me, that's like the biggest tool in, in all of this. is like, right. what, what is what is the room saying to you? You know, right, right. and I, I feel lucky that I have I have that. I mean, I've been able to uh, utilize that tool, right, as a performer.
1: Because I feel like you you listen so well that you have a knack for like knowing where the audience limit is, and then being like, "Okay, I'll stop," but not really. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I feel like I I, I did a show at um, um, another space, I think in Burbank. Yeah, Burbank, and um, it was it was cool because. The room um, was there. There was someone in the room who I think wasn't like uh, enjoying the the, or didn't. I guess was in a different space, Mm -hmm. and I didn't know this until I I was interacting with them. A different
1: space emotionally, you mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. I felt like they were they were kind of like just not. they they were not feeling the overall uh, the overall show, and I remember interacting with this character. Oh, uh, sorry. Character this this person in character, um, and I didn't know it, but I felt like there was something kind of you know weird off about um, the interaction. So I didn't. I felt like it was better to like be be cool with the person and not like you know make fun of like uh, Jess about. So I I wasn't sure what was going on, but I felt like the room needed to you know kind of like back off of that. Not not saying that I'm anything really special, but just the, the idea of like yeah, like Hawk and I uh listen to the room and and not be so caught up in what i'm doing right uh yeah so i hope that that's you know my one gift to the to the stage um yeah um sorry i was gonna give you the other so okay uh if i can the other other character
1: yes yeah yeah i'll
0: I'll give you i'll give you like the a teaser of it um so during the during the um the pandemic shows we were outside using like clown the parks zoo? and clown zoo? Uh, uh it was it was during the cl- i think clown zoo i was actually um what was the venue it was like clown zoo was like at the old zoo at the old uh yeah, la yeah. zoo right. that was a, there's a space that is like right before the greek theater okay um so the amphitheater is like a very small amphitheater um i did this character um and What I liked about it so much is that it 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 was like it it lived in the in that space, it lived like in in the wilderness, right? And uh, or worked best in the wilderness. And um, I basically ran up the one of the trails, and I fell down the down the hill, down behind the the, the seats, Uh and I entered from behind the audience, Uh and basically like that gave everyone like the the start. like what is this? Who is this guy? Who's who's this character? Uh And that that character, I think. It was one of my favorites because it just it worked so well outside during the pandemic shows, Mm -hmm. during the uh, quarantine shows. So maybe I'll bring that character to this uh, this show. So so, okay,
1: here's the workshop part of this. So how it's such a great outdoor character. How are you going to work it in an indoor space?
0: Yeah, great question. Um, (laughs) So one thing I like about this character, and it's something that I remember. This is kind of based on a. uh, I, I realized that it's there's a joke that I heard. I've heard. Um, that I think this character embodies embodies well and I, I'll try to tell the joke and then those who see the character will kind of understand what I'm saying so if I may tell this joke I'm not yes so um, this woman is walking with her son and uh, this big huge like wave like comes on the beach and pulls you know hits him and pulls her son uh uh, into the water, into the ocean. her son can't swim. And he's, you know, basically drowning. He can't, you know, surface. Um and the woman gets to him and she prays, God, please, whatever you do, please make my son survive this, this, you know, this crazy tide, this odd, crazy wave. And he and she prays and prays. And finally, uh the water like pushes her son back on the beach, right? And she looks the, she, she picks up her son and sees her son and she's and then she looks up the guy and says, God damn it, he had a hat on. Right, and it's like <laughs> so. It's like you know, it's a it's a dumb joke, but basically, this is like a, kind of an ungrateful, like ungrateful, you know, like person. Uh, you know, um is the kind of the how I was like thinking about this character as a as a as I developed it.
1: Right.
0: Um. Anyway. Yeah. You'll see it when you see it, but sure. Uh, yeah, and, and that, then and um, that's
1: character three.
0: That's character three, okay. and then I'm, I'm gonna I'm I'm thinking um I'm thinking about. Um, the one that that I did for Fringe, I did, I did a I did an hour long show for Fringe. And we have a guest on the show, so double uh, that guest, um, four
1: four guests actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, uh, so either my uh my Fringe show character, the show that I did for Fringe was called Uninvisible. and it was as I was mentioning before the kind of like the heartfelt story about my family growing up and their military connection. I grew up in the military. Uh, my my dad was in the military, so the, the show was about that. And uh, the character that I um, portray in that show is like this gung ho wants to be a hero character. That kind of like is not very heroic or not very like you know army uh, or not no not not soldier essentially. So I've done that before. I've done that show of many venues in the last uh, year. Oh, got the bikes back. Let, let me like last month. Uh, yeah, done that for maybe about six months. Right. Uh, so I might do that one, and then um, let's see. The paper, the paper guy might not make it because I feel like I haven't worked with him in a while. Sure. Um And then I did a, I did the the uh, the sock guy. I, did, I brought him back. That was my first class. Huh? Yeah, uh, a bit. So, right. I want to try that. I'm right. sorry, I've been workshopping
1: that. Right. So that that might that might show up. Yeah. Um, so if you, if you were a stand-up, your set list would read: Scared Straight, Sock Guy, Paper Guy, <laughs> uh, Beach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: You said you said Beach. Yes. Yes. Yeah, beach yeah. guy. Ah. And then um uh, there's one more right. Um. Oh, the spelunker he, might be in there. The
1: spelunker. Yeah. Yeah yeah okay so logistically how is this going to work because you're all playing the same character it's you alone on stage unless you have mm-hmm. some help but even then what is the like how how are you going to go in between characters uh are these their interstitials like what's the run of show in that, in, in your yeah
0: head? yeah i was i was thinking about this is it is it is it like a change on stage? I don't think so. I would kind of ruin the illusion, maybe. Right. Right. Um, is it like a soundscape, like playing some sounds between? Right. The changing, the changing might be pretty. Uh, not intense, but might take some time. But I think, right. if I if I were to organize them correctly, and, and you know, like with kind of like some, some proper planning, it could probably do. Um, two of them back to back, right? And like a minimal, minimal change. Uh, and then the inter- the intermission would be a good time to kind of—is that five minutes?
1: Right, right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that would be a good time to like, uh, to to change for, for the next two. Um, right. what would be? Let me ask this question: What would be the possibility of as far as set goes?
1: right
0: using videos to like
1: to yeah you, we so we at, at lyric hyperion we have three projectors you can project mm-hmm. two different sources at the same time but you know mm-hmm. that can get a little complicated so, but you can project videos and yeah mm-hmm. if you if you what you're if i think if i'm picking up what i think you're putting down what mm-hmm. yeah could be done is you finish your piece and then lights down and then there's a video and then mm-hmm. like to in, as an interstitial between the two, yeah, between like two characters, um, that that can be done. I I also was gonna. I remember I saw Ron Lynch actually headline like do an hour one time. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he doesn't do this more. It was so great. So he essentially yeah. did like six, like five or six characters, and he had like a, like a host. That would come out in between, mm-hmm. and like say some nonsense, yeah. And then and he's like, "Oh, I guess some here's mesmerize you know like, and just bring out each character, yeah, as if it's like a showcase, but it's all I wrong. see, yeah, I see. So that's like I that could be an option. Yeah,
0: I like it a lot actually. Like having, um, running. A running through line so it was the, it was the host in character or was it like an actual
1: person it was a person but they could be in character like especially for what yeah. you're doing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know what it could be is like someone <laughs> so it's a process server trying to serve court papers to Ian Farley
0: oh I love that
1: and they're like who is there Ian Farley is there <laughs> and it's it's never you
0: that's fun that's fun yeah yeah, yeah. A court, is, that, is it was that a court process server? That the, the Yeah, no, the phrase? people that
1: come up and they're like, mm-hmm. you've been served?
0: Yes, Yeah, yes. it's
1: like someone trying to find Ian Farley to serve a Yeah, server.
0: that was uh, Seth Rogen in um, Animal Express, right? He was yeah, like yeah, yeah. doing that, that was his job, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. so just have <laughs> your friends do that, but they never yeah. find you.
0: <laughs> never find, yeah, I love it. <laughs> you know, and it's funny because yeah. I, I,
1: each character just kicks that person off stage somehow. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Gotta yeah. get out of here, dude. Yeah. I'm, a, trying to, I'm, I'm trying to spelunk. I'm trying to spelung- Right. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Uh-huh.
1: And it's the, the, the then your show, the show name would have to incorporate your name. Like, that's the way yes. it like, it's like, like something with Ian Farley in it. And then this mm-hmm. person's like, okay, it's, he's like here. He's, he's got like, to be here, right? He's got to be here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's his show, right? Yeah.
1: And then, of course, knowing you, you could be cheeky and be like...
0: Shh. Yeah. <laughs> Walking behind. Uh-huh. I love that. That's cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, take it, take it or leave it, but I think that's like a fun way. That would also no, simplify tech-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, you wouldn't have Tech to have yeah. a video. You wouldn't have mm-hmm. to have cues. Yep,
0: yep. Yeah. Yeah, I love the idea of... And even like opening up the I, I was thinking about this too, and this may maybe it's too much, but I was like, I wonder if I can do like a I would love to have like other people in the show to share that share the hour you know like oh sure, yeah, so I think that'd be cool to have like people just pop in right as like you know uh servers or you know delivery for whatever whatever
1: it is, yeah, right There's, yeah uh-huh. that's a great idea. you're welcome, man.
0: Thank you, I appreciate it. Absolutely. That's uh, a that's uh, a it's a theater. Uh, what was it stage manager mind right there? Producer mind.
1: <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. yeah. Uh that's exciting. That's exciting. Is there any thought to you? All right, so your show is going to be at nine thirty, Sunday, mm-hmm. the week weekend after the Super Bowl. Does that put you in any sort of headspace? You you think differently. You're gonna you're gonna get like. R rated. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, you know it's funny. I uh, when when you ask me about process, I'm always like, I've I've I wanted to try. I, I I'm always, I I always want to try like, the raunchiest, a raunchy bit. But I'm always like, I don't know if, if it'll work. I I don't know if 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 I can like um, or I, I shouldn't say raunchy, but like if I go like blue or, or like uh i i i find that when when i like when i do a character that's like that's like supposed to be serious it's still funny it's still like it doesn't like the yeah, the, yeah cause you're the an comedic.
1: inherently silly person yeah
0: yeah yeah, so it's like i mean i mean that not, not that raunchy is not funny but i feel like right. i think the, the 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 flagship is the is the silly i think um anyway i i don't know i i would love to like do uh, some kind of extravaganza and like um, I remember seeing a show, um, part of the incubator, uh, it's just early, uh, my early, early show days, people would bring like these awesome t- t- talents. I saw like a, uh, Natalie did like a, uh, a, like a, she did like a fire breathing and like, it's just like stuff that's like, I wish I had like that. I wish I brought, I, I wish I brought like a, a circus, a circus act to my, to my bits. No. But, um, Yeah. That's my next level. I would like to join the circus for, for a year or two and figure out how to draw right. or something. But yeah, next year.
1: Sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, juggling. Uh, wait. Well, you know, it'd be perhaps a point of inspiration. Do you know who hmm. Michael Rayner is?
0: I don't think I do. Michael, Michael Raynor is great. Michael's mm-hmm. a
1: guy who could do circus act stuff while doing stand up. And yeah. he can do it for kids and adults. It's cool. oh wow. It's amazing. And yeah, he has like a bit of a clown in it. Where like his his circus things, they're like really funny. He'll like mm-hmm. balance people's shoes on it. Like the game is him balancing people's shoes. Yeah. On his like, like chin. Yeah. Or the toes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Or he'll like spin a a Big Mac on a parasol. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh! And he's so good at banter and building people up to that. And like, yeah, it's, it's also like, who would who would think of that?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's very unique. I uh, yeah, I I, I love that stuff. And I, I I uh, I try juggling every once in a again. Again, I don't commit to doing the practice for that. Right. But like, I am I've 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 like maybe got like three before I I dropped all the oranges or whatever.
1: <laughs> you no know, oh, wait, but yeah. Is this another ping about commitment issues? Uh, (laughs) Possibly.
0: Oh, boy. Oh, damn. All all was revealed. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) For sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, I think crossbreeding of skills and disciplines in comedy only makes it better.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I heard the story about um a comedian uh who went to I think like uh Indonesia or Bali, and they asked him if he could sing and could he dance and could he like you know do other tricks. He's like, no, just do stand up. It's like when you're in when you're in international, you, you like you're you're you entertain you you do all the things you do all the all the tricks. You're you're a well versed you know performer. Right. And uh, yeah, I would love to. Yeah, I mean it's it's funny how 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 we kind of like um, we being anybody who who does it not necessarily you and I or anything but just how how we kind of like pigeonhole like oh you do just this you do this that it's like I think a uh, well-rounded performer should have all kind of you know
1: yeah
0: uh all kind of uh abilities mm-hmm. now I love when they, when they can bring, it, bring all those out and you know in an act right what park are you in this is actually, I don't know the name of the park, but I'm down the street from uh, PDA.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. You're in the hills of Los Angeles. I'm in
0: the hills, yeah.
1: Wait, are you doing a show at PDA or something?
0: Uh, I actually was donating some stuff at the place called Remainders. I had some old stuff from like old, uh, old shows I wanted to get rid of, like right. some props, paper props right. and stuff. So, Right. I was in the area.
1: Um, when you say it. donating uh props, is that <laughs> you doing cleaning because you have too many props?
0: Yes, yes. I uh so I did a, the French show and I bought all this like paper to like bake make um some shadow puppets right. for the show and right. I, I just have so much of that I'm like I gotta get rid of it. And then uh for another show I was uh, the campus campus so I I used paper for like props and things, so I was just trying to get rid of all this right. copious paper and yeah. right. right. So good. That
1: is, that is something that seems very um evident in clown at at, at this current time mm-hmm. that um uh, there there is a very much uh, a cohesiveness in the community. That it's not like improv and sketch and stand don't have that, but it's just not it doesn't feel like at the same level. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that?
0: Yes, and you're referring to like the the merging uh merging the uh the Intermingling of like groups and and performers and doing things
1: together. Yeah, and like you guys. Okay, j- just simply put, like you guys show up for each other. Oh, 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 yes, of course.
0: I, I mean, I, you know, it's, it's funny because I don't, I don't, I. Um, it's funny. I, I moved here um, in 2015, and I, I, I was I was doing improv at the time, and I didn't quite get into the improv scene as much as I would have liked to. Have, but the clown scene uh, picked me up. And, or I, I guess I fell into it. And, uh, yeah, I've, I've, I haven't felt, I felt, I felt at home in LA via the clown scene, like immediately. It was very nice. Nice. It's crazy how that, how that worked.
1: Yeah. What, yeah. um, how did you feel? What, like, how did you like sense, Oh, this, these are my people. This is where I need to be.
0: Oh, shoot. That's a great question. Um, I, I, I really, I, I, it's a thing of like, um, I mean, I, I was on the ensembles and the hangouts, you know, every, after every rehearsal or some, a meeting, we would always like, um, you know, what are you up to? Where are you, where are you going? We hang out together. And that's, that's a very common thing for any kind of like, you know, ensemble or group thing. But um, it was almost like it's something else also about the, the on stage that requires like trust and camaraderie. That, uh, of course, you know, again, sketch and improv have these things, but there's something about like Sincere and like the teams that I that I was on, uh, starting off like with uh, with the hippo and the deep squeeze, where I was like, you felt like people were kind of putting their heart out on, you know, putting their heart into their work on stage. So it was like, it was easy to kind of like become, to, to know someone a lot better. Right, right. Via their work.
1: Yeah, and Ian is not making up those names. What the Hippo and Deep Squeeze are real yeah. groups that did exist in LA comedy. Yeah. those are names that grown adults wore proudly. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's amazing
0: that mm-hmm. it's amazing how like the, the history of like um of I mean any any kind of any kind of any part of the, of the LA comedy scene is, is how how, how much it changes and um you know the evolution because like yeah. remember yeah like there were three teams during that time when we were around that we were one three. three right. and it was cool to be a part of like this like collective and, and then you know you have like the the uh the pandemic era so to speak and you have like the now like the elysian and the and the lyric and uh, pda are like kind of like the touchstones are like the, the home bases for performance now And it's, it's right. cool like yeah i see how how it's changed
1: as, how in your mind has
0: it changed? Um, the biggest changes I think are just like the variety of of performers, and it's almost like it feels almost like it's. Um, I would say not to be condescending but I would say like kind of like high school or even like college. I'll say college, give it a, a level up. Where it's okay. like you have like freshman classes, you have you know sophomore classes, you have senior classes, and some folks like graduate and go on to like you know do you like grad school in in vegas or uh you know different parts of the world uh you have people who who flunk out and you know (laughs) (laughs) i'm kidding about that but like all kinds of like um and especially all the new faces like it's cool like seeing a part being a part of like the new the new people who come in and how different their uh their points of view are about um like bits or characters and it's like it's it's fun seeing a new a new group of people come in and, and like try new things and like kind of like change and and, and evolve. For example, I'll, I'll say this uh, to give an example. I remember like doing uh, jodome as like as like as ensembles and groups, and jodome has become so much of like a. It's so like uh, it's like a, an Olympic sport where like you're basically running by yourself. Where it was like, uh, uh, is when I was doing it, it was like uh, a a uh, baton marathon. What was it called like the uh, you pass the baton re- to somebody re- else. It's and, a relay race. A relay, yes, a relay race. Dodo so, was a relay race when I first started doing Dodo. Now it's like a, 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 you know, a four hundred. You know, you're by yourself running, and whoever is the fastest or funniest, you know, wins. Right, and it's like, and,
1: and for those who don't know, once a month, yeah. there's a clown competition i would say mm-hmm. yes even though winning doesn't really mean a whole lot uh no, i mean no offense to <laughs> billy but like it's called Dome. and i mean essentially it's a weird off like who could be weirder
0: yeah who who has like a bit that can get everyone on board and like change the room and uh you know, again it's like it's like evolving what we know as comedy in some ways right like i've seen so many things where like i never could i never could have imagined somebody could have sustained five minutes and done this and got, got me a laugh or, like, I, I even say, like, um, made me feel like, what am I doing in the in, in the world as a performer? And, and I mean, I, I mean, it was like, I saw, um, for example, I'll, I'll comment on the last, the last Joe Dome that I saw was uh, last Sunday. Um, and a friend of mine from the ensemble, I will drop his name, uh, John Bradford. Uh, he had a bit, he had an idea on stage where he, he spent like half of the time on stage, it's like, uh, you know, wooing the audience.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, you know, and it's like, it's just funny how like, again, the, the, the this particular form is like, you can do whatever you want as, long as the audience is laughing and like, you can hold them and sustain it the laughter. And his idea didn't come out until like the last, the last minute, the last 30 seconds. And it was funnier than, it was just funny that he got, he finally got there after like, you know, four minutes of like, just like, <laughs> you remember know, like, Everyone was like, you know, this like, yeah. Uh, he was like, he was like, this, like basically flirty on stage.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, And the audience w- was asking for him to like be flirty. So it was, he was, he was listening to them. He was <laughs> playing with them. And then he gave him what he was meant to do in the last like part of the, part of the five minutes and, you know, and it, it crushed. And, uh, and he won Do-Do, uh this month. Uh-huh. So it's like, uh-huh. he basically, he, he, uh yeah he he changed the game for the night you know it was awesome yeah,
1: for yeah so the, the takeaway there is play horny yeah <laughs> yeah I mean well he 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 is
0: good at listening and he sure. and he definitely he, he nailed it yeah right no that's yeah. actually listen
1: listen, listen. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um, that's great yeah that's wonderful I mean uh man I mean Joe Dome, that's Really venturing to the unknown, if you, if you haven't really watched Clown or yeah, uh, experimental comedy at all, I mean, it's at the yeah. clubhouse. Um, it's hard to find, even though it's in a strip mall with a giant parking lot. It's a giant strip mall.
0: You know what? Two things. First, yes, Joe Dome has broken my heart so many. I've done it at least five times, and had my heart broken so many times. So yes, it's for the it's for the it's for the for those who can dare into the unknown for sure. Sure.
1: Yeah, no, and no, then, no. Um,
0: okay. My phone was showing a uh, battery thing. Um, uh, and then the clubhouse—I went to the clubhouse this past Sunday, and they actually have a sign up now. They actually have a a little. If you, you guys see, it, it's it's so cool. It's like a little like above the store marquee. It's it's very cool. Oh, cool. So Where it's it's official now? Yeah,
1: they they have a sign that says the clubhouse. Is what you mean? It
0: does. Yes. Yes. Yeah. For years, it didn't. Yeah, it was, what, this, this, uh, this is shoe biz, or shoe biz.
1: That shoe, no, it was That Shoebiz. That shoe and, biz, yes. And, like, some insurance thing, kids' clothes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, the way <laughs> yeah. to direct people to it is, like, say, 1607 North Vermont Avenue, and then it, it's right next to the Johns?
0: To so the Johns, yep.
1: Yeah. International you, Food Market. Yeah, that's how you find it. Um damn yeah <laughs> i gotta check it out i gotta check it out <laughs> uh ian you want to do some comedy news real quick yes yeah,
0: so let's hit some, some comedy news <laughs>
1: Comedy news. Okay, big story. Um, have you heard about this um, AI branded dude-see um, generating a George Carlin special based off of George Carlin material? Whoa, no, I haven't heard yeah, about this. These two dudes use this AI named dude C to like, you've probably heard of things that are somewhere else. They basically input all of George Carlin's material, specials, et cetera, et cetera, and then mm-hmm. it spat out a George Carlin special. Um, it doesn't really sound like him. It feels watered down, but it's not. And mm-hmm. you know, while they do have a disclaimer at the beginning of the YouTube video that they put up that says that it's not George Carlin. They call it a George Carlin special. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so they uh, they are now getting sued by the George Carlin estate, uh, run by Go figure, Kelly Carlin. Yeah. yeah, and it's um, it it'll set whatever happens. It'll set an interesting precedent in terms of AI interacting with art and how, yeah, what I mean, what counts as sort of um, plagiarism. Versus actually yeah. being generative, because I, as far as I know and understand it, that's not, it's not having original thoughts. It's uh, you,
0: yeah, yeah. It's, it's I mean, and what's amazing to me is that, uh, I don't know. i I, I don't want to cut you off, but the, the the idea of like an artist, uh, being being able to, basically create more stuff, in their in their likeness in their image. Right, but it but it's like it's it's not it's not them. It's not like uh. Again, like I said, it's 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 just kind of like watered down. And is that going to be like you know comedy in like you know twenty right. years? Right. See your favorite artist, but like see see the see the see the, the, the new special from so and so, but it's not them. It's their you know their their mashup.
1: You know, right. Imagine and, how. So,
0: oh, go on. I was gonna ask. The video is basically like they just kind of like it's it's it's, it's George Carlin. A, a, an image of him, or is it? Uh, or that's uh, the other
1: trippy thing. So yeah. they they have audio of this AI generated hour mm-hmm. of non Carlin Carlin, mm-hmm. and then they have AI generated bit uh, uh like art that accompanies wow. it based mm-hmm. off of the bits that it made up i see i see and uh it feels very uncanny valley yeah,
0: yeah i imagine
1: yeah uh and so yeah i'm not saying um you know we need to go to war with ai or whatever but this is definitely not the way mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i just imagine like an ai generated special of like natalie palomitas and how disturbing that would be <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it, it's funny because the uh the all the stuff that, that's that's I'm not saying about any particular artist, uh, but like, all the stuff that, that's online is basically pulling all those things. Like, can you imagine, like uh, the gaps that it fills, and like the things that it makes up, just kind of like off of uh, a loose idea of what this person uh, right. performer does or has done, or has, you know, it's just so weird because,
1: right? It it would be yeah. like the it'd be like this. in It's like mm-hmm. okay, tell a person. All right. Have a person read the cliff notes for The Great Gatsby, yeah. and yeah. tell them to rewrite The Great Gatsby without reading. Yeah. yeah, and you'll come up with something that's like, okay, I mean, this technically follows what I read on the back of the book, but this looks bad.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is not F Scott for sure. It's not. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. Well, the thing that I'm, I'm, because I, I worry that if I, if I were to become AI, I'm not sure if. I have enough material online to uh, to make anything good about
1: it. it'd be, be worse <laughs> than my than my, than my real stuff. <laughs> you say? Are you suggesting you would break AI because AI can't conceptualize like just getting oh my cut gosh. by paper a bunch?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> cool. It, it had to I be love, there, yeah. I love that we have a secret weapon against the singularity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's paper, that- baby. That's great. Uh yeah. well, so details about this case. Uh this dispute are pending and ongoing. Um hopefully I mean, I know I happen to know Kelly and I I hope to have her on the podcast and she can talk mm. about it in greater detail. But yeah, it is something to know and definitely whatever gets set will be very much precedent setting and will influence the direction of uh AI and art together yeah. separately in the uh future.
0: Yeah. Um, and I mean, what a what a great like uh, not to I mean it's kind of I guess underplaying our North Carolinas one, one of the one of the uh best one of the best I guess comedians to to try this on again. I'm Not messing that I I, I I condone this. Is that the right, right word? Condone, but uh-huh. yeah, but like what you know? Can you imagine like. It, you know, the, the the 13 Dirty Words now is the, you know, they, the, the updated version of that. And, like, I don't know. Right. It's yeah. interesting that, that they're able to, uh, you know, it's, it's an interesting uh, uh, tool, you know, using Harlan Right. You know.
1: Right. Well, that's where I wonder, like, what are they trying to do with this, you know? There's so mm-hmm. many other actually great applications for AI that are essentially, <laughs> like, you know, let's have this program crunch like complex math and science equations mm-hmm. that would take years to do by hand in a matter of seconds. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I mean that there's a lot more room for that. So why are we, why are we trying to have AI generate comedy? I don't, yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's like a waste of there's so many other good uses.
0: Absolutely, it's like you know, you, and then and you can you can watch the Doors Carlin special that he actually did that he actually you know created.
1: Yeah, yeah. All as Kelly points out, they're all on YouTube. You can go watch them right yep. now.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: All right. I. Uh, yes. On? Yes. Go, go I was just gonna
0: say yeah. I'm 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 with you. I'm like we, we still need to figure out how to how to cure athlete's foot, you know, before we uh redo a uh like a special AI put, put AI on, on 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 uh you know on fungus.
1: Right. Right, yep. right. all right next slash last news story uh yeah. not as big but still fun okay so there's a new feature in the works from david gordon green who's he's done so much stuff um from the righteous gemstones to pineapple express um take a look at his imdb it's uh, one of the more fascinating ones this filmography uh he's doing a movie called Nutcrackers uh, that will star Ben Stiller um, playing a, a, as a reports, a work-obsessed man who travels to rural Ohio to look after his four nephews after their parents die in a car accident. Um, he will be joined by Linda Cardellini, Edie Patterson, Tim Heidecker, Toby Huss, all uh, kind of beloved in various degrees in their own ways in comedy. Heidecker, mm-hmm. Going to be a deputy, Edie Patterson, who was in the Wrecking Stones, so will play an Orphram here. What a character play, <laughs> Uh Huss, for those who don't know, is uh, he every Christmas he does a um, a very blue version of Frank Sinatra doing a Christmas special. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he he nails Sinatra. It's 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 something the whole. Um and he's gonna play Empty nester Millionaire and uh Linda Cardellini will play on a social worker helping Ben Stiller's character find um on his journey to find a home for some orphan boys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that seems like kind of bare bones details, but you know, all those names together yeah, they don't even name a genre though obviously it feels like this is gonna be a comedy. Yeah. Yeah, and um yeah. I I I song?
0: yes the the cast like you say, is incredible I, I mean they all have done their their fair share of great work alone or with other ensembles it's it's a great right great group
1: uh Nutcrackers makes me think it's gonna have a holiday release mm-hmm. of some kind mm-hmm. so be on the lookout. For that a teaser, a trailer, something like that. Um, I'm sure it'll be fun to watch. Uh, hopefully, that's what it Um, yeah. Ian, it's been so great having you on today. Oh, thank gosh. you so much for, you for joining me. Yes, yeah, really thank you for, having for me on the show. February 18th. You need to come up with a name for the show. You need to fill out that booking form, and you need to get me some graphics, and I can put that bad boy in sale, and uh, we can start getting some tickets sold. Okay, I got homework. You got you got homework, my boy. Love it, love it. Yeah, love that. Um, where can people find you online? Is there anything else you would like to promote?
0: Yeah, I will I will lead them to my um minimal online activity at uh, Instagram, uh E Farley at E Farley. Um and then I'm on Facebook if you want to look me up there. My name. Uh and I'll promote the show on the 18th. And then I'm also teaching a class. You can look that up uh, at on my uh, Instagram as well.
1: Great. Great, great, great. Uh, I'm Jake Kroger. I create the Comedy Bureau. You can find the Comedy Bureau at thecomedybureau.com, at the Comedy Bureau on Instagram. You can find my me on Instagram at Not the Supermarket. So many great causes to support at this time. I ask that you please support those. But if you have money and generosity left over, please support the Comedy Bureau to keep it going. Do you have anything to say as we sign off here, Ian? <laughs>
0: I I would like to say thank you for having me on, and I love this scene. So I'm glad that I could contribute my uh, my experience on your show.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You mean oh, this show and also your show.
0: Oh yeah, your 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 podcast and yes. then the show on the eighteenth. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, live comedy is happening, and it will definitely be happening at February eighteenth, nine thirty, with Ian and a yet to be named uh, Ian Marley show. <laughs> Uh, that we may. I don't think we spoiled too much, but it. it, it no matter what we do, uh, it'll be fun, and you should go. Uh, to it. Uh, February eighteenth, nine thirty on a Sunday. Uh, there will not be football to interfere, so you have no excuse. And the Oscars are in the next month, so please come out. Um, and as the great Barry Stevens would say, live comedy is still happening. Uh, and he would add, enjoy it. comedy bureau field report is recorded produced and edited by Jake Kruger, music by brian granillo artwork by andrew delman and kt and part of the believe podcast
2: family